day 23 on our 40-day tour through the Gospel of John, and we're up to John chapter 11, and you can just feel the momentum building. And the best part is, we're not just reading about this momentum building and the things that Jesus is doing. He's on the move now, but we're invited on the journey to take the tour with him, to, to be on the receiving end of the blessings and the benefits of these stories. Belief does that. We've learned about how important that is already in John's gospel. It's this major theme that when we believe in him, it happens to us. What happens to Jesus happens to us because believing is the, is the glue that joins us to Jesus Christ. And that's important, particularly as we look at this key verse in our reading for today, John chapter 11, verse 25. We think so much of this verse, we engraved it in the original Greek on, on a wall in the worship center here at Hope's West Des Moines campus, right next to the cross of Jesus appropriately. Jesus says in this verse, John eleven twenty five, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will die even after dying, and everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? It's a big question. Do you believe this? Those of you who are hearing this podcast right now, do you believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life? The Greek words are here on the board, anastasis for resurrection and zoe for life. We looked at the Greek word zoe uh, back in John chapter 10 when Jesus says, this is the whole point of me coming into the world to, to give you a rich and satisfying zoe, a rich and satisfying life. And we learned then that in the original Greek that that word zoe has two really important meanings. What One is present and the, the other is future. The present new life that God gives us through Jesus Christ, a rich and satisfying new life now, and a rich and satisfying assurance of everlasting life in the kingdom of heaven, present and future, zoe. And the way I give you that zoe, that new and everlasting life, Jesus is saying is I am the anastasis. This is now the fifth of seven I am statements that Jesus is making I, I'm in John's gospel. I'm the bread of life was first in John 6. I'm the light of the world, John 8 and 9. I'm the gate. I'm the good shepherd, John 10. And now in John 11, Jesus says this, I'm the resurrection, anastasis and the life, zoe. The Greek word anastasis is worth noting too. It means resurrection, but I think a lot of people wrongly assume that what all Jesus really meant was a symbolic resurrection, a spiritual resurrection, maybe, sort of some sort of mystical kind of thing. Like, you know, when, when somebody dies, their memory lives on and their legacy lives on. And, and we have the stories and, and they have an impact because, because it carries on generation to generation. Yeah, there is that. That's nice. But that's not what this word means. This word means physical resurrection. This word means something that is physically dead is resurrected to physical life, to a new life. That's who I am, Jesus is saying. That's not just what I give you. It's not Jesus saying, I'll wave a wand and give you this gift in some sort of mystical way. He's saying, that's who I am. And if you believe in me, then you get what I am. What, what happens to me happens to you. And so this story becomes a prelude for, for the whole point of the gospel of Jesus' own death and resurrection. This will now be the seventh and final of, of the seven signs or miracles recorded in John's gospel, and by far the biggest one so far. Jesus comes and he says, I'm physical resurrection for you. I'm the one who gives you new and everlasting life because you belong to me through faith. Belief joins you to me. And if if you believe that I am this, then it is done to you, then it's yours. 
This is particularly important for us because we're mortal. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world where we fell away from the God of life. And if you fall away from life, you're going to get death. And, and so it's something we don't like to think about uh, frequently, and that's good. Otherwise, it would just be morbid, you know, that we'd all be talking about dying all the time. But we're going to, every single one of us, no matter how healthy we are, no matter how nutritious our diet is, how, how often we go to the health club or work out at home or get on the Peloton, if you've got one of those, I don't, but I, I do work out. I try to treat my body as a temple. That's good stewardship. That's in the Bible. But in the end, and the end isn't that far away, It's just an earthly life, a blink of an eye relative to eternity. We're all going to die. So what do you believe about that? I had a real uh, favorite seminary professor, Dr. Sheldon Tostengard. He was a preaching professor, and he was teaching our class one day, and he said, you know, you can learn more about what a preacher believes by listening to his or her sermon at a funeral for 10 minutes than you probably could in listening to that same preacher preach on Sundays for 10 years. Why? Because at a funeral, it all comes to a head. At a funeral, you can't hide. At a funeral, you're looking square in the face of death, and you have to tell people, this is what I believe. This is what our church believes. This is what Christians believe. This is what Scripture declares. And I either believe it or I don't. Here's what Scripture declares. Scripture does not declare. Scripture does not say Jesus says, I'm just a spiritual resurrection. I'm just a symbolic resurrection. I'm I'm just sort of a nice little sort of memory, you know, that goes on. No, I'm a physical resurrection. I'm going to bring you back to life. And then that life isn't going to end. It's going to go on forever in the kingdom of heaven. That's the promise. So do you believe it? Because that puts death in a whole different perspective. What do you believe, Martha, Jesus says? Martha's a family friend. She's sister to Mary and sister to Lazarus. And the setting for Jesus saying this, I am the resurrection and the life statement, is is the funeral for his friend Lazarus. Lazarus, Mary, and Martha are siblings, and they live in Bethany, a little town right outside of Jerusalem. And Jesus would stop by there. We learn that from reading through all the Gospels, not just John, that he was fond of stopping by there on at least a semi-regular basis because he was friends with these three siblings. So he's grieving the death of Lazarus, and he's at the funeral, even though he shows up a little bit late from the world's standards. But of course, he's, he's right on time kind of like when we pray to God, Lord, I have a loved one who's sick. Please heal this loved one. And then the answer sometimes comes, and and we read about those stories in John's gospel where Jesus uh, answers our prayers and God heals that loved one. Other times, the answer seems to be wait, and that's what happens at the beginning of John 11, and you can read about it. Jesus delays and he tells his disciples the same thing he said two chapters earlier. This is so you can see the glory of God. You can see a sign, another sign, the seventh and final sign in John's gospel leading up to the cross. I'm the resurrection and the life, and I'm not just here to tell you that. I'm here to show you that. Martha says, yeah, I I believe it. But she she clearly still doesn't quite understand fully what Jesus is getting at. Then her sister Mary comes and says the same thing. You know, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Over my right shoulder, there's a funeral pall. This is the funeral pall that we have here at Hope. And it's one of the best kept secrets we have. I wish it wasn't. And so tell everybody. We have this funeral pall, which is a particular blessing for families who can't afford a fancy casket for a loved one who's died. And, And we'll let anybody use it for free when they have their funeral here at our church building. Uh, because we want to provide that for our church family. 
that that pall covers the whole casket. So even if you've got the cheapest pine box in the world, I told my wife, put me in a pine box, but throw this pall over it. Our quilters made this pall with love and, and care. And that makes it even more meaningful to me. But the most meaningful part is the obvious one. It's the big gold cross on top of the white background symbolizing purity and eternity. The hope that we have. What do you believe? Funerals have a way of bringing it all to a head, of forcing us to answer this question. If you believe it, because belief joins you to Jesus Christ, the one who is the resurrection gives you his resurrection. So in the face of our certain death, we have the assurance of a new and everlasting Zoe, a life, a physical resurrection to new and everlasting life. Jesus hears the sisters, though, and sees the people who are crying. Martha's crying, and and the crowd that's there mourning the death of his friend Lazarus is crying. And then it says in John chapter 11, verse 35, another key verse, shortest verse in the whole Bible, but by far one of the most powerful. Jesus wept. Literally, he broke out in tears. He's moved with compassion for those who are mourning, but he's also grieving as a human being the death of his friend Lazarus. But it's more than he's just grieving as a human being. He's grieving as God in flesh. He's grieving as a God who's breaking through and going to win a victory over this darkness of death for us. It says Jesus is angry. He's angry at death. He's going to fight. And wait until you see what he does next. Because he doesn't just show up to give people hope with his words and to stand alongside of us in our grief and sorrow. That reminds us, where is God when we're grieving? He's right next to us, weeping with us. Even though we walk through the deepest, darkest valleys of the shadow of death, you're right there with us, weeping with us. But you think that's good, and it is good that we have a God who's compassionate like that and stands with us in our time of grief and suffering. Wait until you see what happens tomorrow, because Jesus is just getting warmed up. We'll see you tomorrow. Please like, review, and share on whatever platform you're using. That helps us get the word out. And join us for weekend worship. You can go to lutheranchurchofhope.org to find out how. We'll see you there.